reaching all over the world. We used to look forward to a Kalashik because we used to have a Kalashik feast. <laughs> yeah, this is this kind of style. So many different preps, uh, no grains, no beans. And uh, this way we encouraged to go and preach. It's a preaching movement. We can open, we could open up what says in our devotion. We, some devotees stay up all night and chant around all night. The next day, probably you want to come on now enough. Sorry, I've got too tired. So we have to think about priorities. Our movement is the Ghosty and Andy movement. There's two movements, Bhajan and Andy. There's two processes, Bhajan and Andy, Ghosty and Andy. Ghosty and Andy means we care for other people. We try to give Krishna consciousness to others. Of course, we give to ourselves. We chant on 16 hours. But we want to go out and we want to um, advertise this movement of Chanya Hare Krishna. What you can say, Bharata Bhumita Hoyla Manushi Janmaya, Janma Sataka Parupakam. Those who are, especially those Indians, bodies, people, they have a special responsibility because they're no good for this technology actually. You know what the only reason why they're good for the technology? And why there's so many IT devotees here, with Indian bodies? Because of Sanskrit. I, I heard that the people love IT devotees from India because they know Sanskrit. And Sanskrit is like a computer program. This is completely regulated. Anyway, that's just option. So lots of times said, yeah, now the duty, just like Prabhupada. He was one man from India. He did his whole thing. Just imagine if all the Indian devotees, Indian body devotees, because we don't mind anyone's body. This is non sectarian. But Lord Chaitanya said, those who are to whom we take those have a human form of life uh, born in Bharatvarsa. They can take it Bharatvarsa. Could mean India, could mean the whole world. Anyway, that's a good point. Madhavatiti, this is a Kadashi, so it's a, we can meditate on this. How will we spread this movement here in Australia? So all the Australians of all different shapes and sizes, even, you know, uh, Ethiopians and Chinese and Africans. There's so many immigrants here. But where are they here? Where are they? I don't see any Chinese people here. I don't see any indigenous tribes. I don't see any Africans. What's going on here? This is in-house, in Indian movement. This is something to think about on this ecology. Our responsibility to become purified and preach to others. Uh, and then the next line, Krishna Vasati, Vasati Bori, Parama Adare Bori. Let the holy places of Krishna's pastimes be my places of worship and bless me. So of course, Iskand Melbourne is a, is a place of Krishna's pastimes. And I've seen uh, many temples in Grihastha's homes. But we could have many temples here in Melbourne. Just look at Delhi. Delhi, they have about 10 big Radha Krishna temples. Why don't we have more in Melbourne? 
so that people can go to a place to Krishna's pastime. Of course, we could also go to India and to Mayapur and Vrindavan. But uh, Krishna's here. He's in deity form. He's having pastimes. Especially those Chaitanya's having Sangitan pastimes. Chaitanya's having Rathyantra pastimes next week. So this is a holy place. We don't have to think, oh, we have to go to India and spend all that money. And we should make Melbourne a place for Krishna's pastime. Okay, next line. Gora Amara Yestavasarane Gora Brahmana Rangi. Three. May I always visit all the holy places associated with the leader of Lord Chaitanya and his devotees in the association of devotees. Well, we're doing that on the Gormanda, the Brickerman, and the Navajim, and the, and the Radha, Vrindavan, uh, Brickerman. Who's been on the Navajim, the Brickerman? Who's been on the Rajmanda, the Brickerman? Yeah, that's nice. Remember. Okay. Say Sabasana, Heri Bhakacha. Sangye. Murdanga Vajya Srini Temana Abhasara When I hear the sound of the Murdanga in my heart, I always desire to join in Kirtan. When I hear the bona fide songs describing Rochitana's pastimes, my heart dances in ecstasy. Yugala five, Yugala Murti, Deki Amora, Parama Ananda Hoya. Whenever I see the transcendental Sri Vigarhat or deities of Radha Krishna, I am in bliss, but by taking a lordship prasadam, we can conquer over material elements. Prasada seva karite hoya sakala prapancha joya. How many of you, how many of us joined Hare Krishna first by taking prasadam? Anyone? Anyone like prasadam here? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. I got my first prasadam in London and I didn't want anyone to preach to me. I was, it was a very cold January day in 1917 and I thought I was an incarnation of Lord Buddha. <laughs> I was saying everything equally, you know, it's like voidists, impersonalists. But then I did hear that, so I was thinking I was God, but God was very hungry. <laughs> so I remember, wow, the Hare Krishna gives free food. So I located the Hare Krishna place near the British Museum, very place. And I was very quiet. I pushed open the door and there was a smell of spices and incense. And it was dead quiet. I'd never been there before. I was wondering what was going to happen. Then this manager put up a head from the basement, there were some stairs going down to the basement. It was Malati, you know Malati, one of the first devotees in this car. 
And she took one look at me because I looked very strange. A typical hippie, you know. I had this surge, white surgeon's jacket on with short sleeves, but there was all these felt-tip pens, signs on it like Star of David, Om sign, cross, you know, all kinds of crazy <laughs> written on the surgeon. <laughs> so she took one look at me and she said, you want to eat? You want something to eat? She said, you want something to eat? I said, yes, yes. She said, come downstairs. So I went downstairs. I didn't want anyone to preach to me. And I think she understood that. Went down the stairs. She said, sit here. There's a completely bare room. And we're just then only on the floor. <coughs> so she said, sit here. And I felt at home there because, you know, in the hippie days you like to reject all this furniture and eating with knives and forks. So it was a nice bare room. I sat on the floor. And there was this big picture on the wall. And I didn't know it was Lord Chaitanya, but he was standing like this, his hands in the air, his long black hair. And I thought, wow, he's on a trip. Taking some psychedelic drugs. Quite a nice place. So then she brought this big, she said, she said, she said, actually everyone's gone out on Harry now. Everyone's got to hurry now. And we've only got dal left. Do you want dal? Everyone's just taking their lunch. And we've only got dal. So I said, I'm ready for anything. So I said, yeah, yeah, bring. I said, bring. And she said, yeah. So she brought this big stainless steel bowl of green mung dal. It was very boiling hot. And there was like cumin seeds and chilies and, and the steam just made my eyes water. So it was amazing, and I just finished that green moon down and then floated out onto the stream. And I didn't feel any cold after that. That was the first, my first prasadam. Krishna prasadam king! Yeah. Everyone has different stories of their first prasadam. That was my story. Okay? Where are we now? Five, yeah, you've got my prasadam seven. Six. Yedina Griye Bajanat Seneki Vijay Goloka Bayam Six. One day, Bhakti Mirataka says, while performing devotional practices, I saw my house transformed into Goloka Vrindavan. So I've been, we've been taking lunch at many, uh, uh, accepting many invitations for lunch. And I've seen everyone's home, it's nice altars, Jagannath, Gonitai, and uh, Radha Krishna, and so many beautiful deeds. So I just imagine that at your home, uh, sometimes you think, oh, my home is just like Galoka Vrindavan, because we're worshipping Radha Krishna, and we're getting up and we're do, doing the artis and so on. So this is Bhaktivinoda's example. A wonderful example. Charana Sidhu Yagiya Ganga Sukasajima Paya. When I take the Charanamrita of the deity, I see the holy Ganges water that come from the feet of Lord Vishnu. And my bliss knows now bounds. Actually, we're worshipping. Uh, 
Brahmatmara. And uh, of course there's Trivikram. He knocked a hole in the shell of the universe and the Ganga came down and the Lord's feet of the Lord. So when we take Charanamrita in the morning, it's actually the same as the Ganga Jal. Because it's washed the Lord's feet of the Lord. We can see like that. Tulasi Dekhi Jurya Prana Madhavato Shani Shani Seven. By seeing a Tulsi tree, my heart feels joy. And Lord Madhava Krishna is also satisfied. Yeah, Tulsi is the, the uh, devotee who is always on the lotus feet of the Lord in the form of a Tulsi leaves. We can pray to Tulsi. She says uh, that whoever takes shelter of me has his wishes fulfilled. If you want to pray to anyone, Tulsi is inviting you. Take shelter of me and your wishes will be fulfilled. So of course the devotees like to have spiritual wishes. I wish I could be a pure devotee. I wish I could marry a devotee. Yeah, there's only spiritual wishes we could have. And, uh, so. uh, when I eat the prasadam favored by Lord Chaitanya, it is a new life's experience. Lord Chaitanya was very fond of a green vegetable preparation called Shah. And there's another song in this book that tells the amazing effects of this type of prasadam. Yeah. Okay, so everyone likes prasadam, and especially shak. There's supposed to be 26 varieties of shak and spinach, one for every quality of the body. Yeah. Okay, next. Bhakti Vinod. Bhakti Vinod Krishna Bhajani Anukula Bhayaya. Bhakti Vinod concludes by saying, whoever attains the stage of enthusiasm for these devotional practices will be supremely blissful wherever he may be. So this is called Vaidhi Bhakti and Sadhana Bhakti. Sadhana Bhakti is divided into two. two. One is Vaidhi Bhakti by the order of Guru. We do because we're supposed to. The Guru said we must chant 16 hours. I have no attraction for them, but still I'm going to do them. Prabhupada said, this is called numerical strength. People think, ah, yeah. these devotees are just mechanically chanting, that's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. There's numerical strength will be there. Later on, we can be enthusiasm, and then that becomes Sadhana Bhakti in spontaneous. Raga Bhakti becomes spontaneous practice. It's like any practice. Like you practice cricket. You have to keep practicing cricket. And one day you'll be captain of the Australian cricket team. Who wants to be captain of the Australian cricket team? Or captain of football. I've seen the kids bouncing the ball here. You have to practice. So we also have to practice chanting. We're not going to get perfect chanting just if we last a day ago. 
Sometimes we don't finish it around, sometimes we do, you know, sometimes it takes half an hour just to do one round. Dive bombed up and finishes <laughs> around you. Space out. So no, you have to be serious. Baba says, chanting is very simple, but we must practice seriously. The words Hare Krishna must be very carefully pronounced and heard with the help of the upper lip and upper, upper mouth and the tongue. Sadhana Bhakti. Sri Bhaktivinoda he loved all his activities and he's very enthusiastic. So, this is a, a way forward. Okay, let's sing some now. Can someone hold a piece of paper? In case I forget.
when there is a fire. Other animals may flee due to their long legs, but serpents, only being able to crawl, are generally burnt in the fire. At the last stage, the limbs of the body are not as much affected as the life air. Mm. Mm. In natural devotional, so Prabhupada mentions that. Devotional services. fire which burns up all the snakes of sinful reactions, activities, which we've accumulated for many lifetimes. We, 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 we're born in this particular body because of our sinful activities. Material body means we're sinful. It's a prison house. Prison house of Durga. And she's got this trishul, she's got all kinds of weapons, you seen that picture of Durga Devi? Yeah. yeah. She's on a lion or a tiger, she's sticking that demon. That demon is us. Mm. Have you ever thought about that? It's us. We're getting pronged. <coughs> pronged by Adiatmic, Adipotic, and Adidaivika. <coughs> Miseries. This is not normal for the soul. This is a miserable condition. Because of our accumulated karma, many, many lifetimes. So the devotion service is like a fire. And uh, <coughs> snakes are always sinful things. They cannot escape. It was Priyastita. You know Priyastita? You know, she's called atonement. Just like uh, in some churches or, uh, you know, or other religions. You confess your faults. Oh, I did this, I did that. I shouldn't have done it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and so, so the priest says, okay, you have to say so many Ave Marias, or you have to put so much money in the box, and uh, be a good boy next week. But unfortunately, next week comes along, and then you do the same thing again. This is called Hati Snan. The, 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 the um, elephant's bath. Anyone see an elephant taking bath? I was in Sri Lanka one time. We were, we were taking a bath in the Kaveri River. There was an elephant was taking, the temple elephant was taking bath also. But then as soon as he got to the shore, picked up the dust and sprinkled it all over his skin. And that was this is the same thing that we do. Because our heart is not purified by these other processes. You know, you do some, just like saying, Prabhupada gives another example, because we all know this example, sticks in our mind. If we, you know, we're very sexually active, then we may catch some bad disease, venereal disease. So we have to go to the doctor and, you know, to try and cure it. But then again, same problem comes back. So this is, this is the example. There's another example Prabhupada gives. Nice one. There was a, a pilgrimage to Vrindavan or somewhere. And there was a thief. He was, you know, he joined a pilgrimage to go to Vrindavan, but he's actually a thief. 
was doing the good things in life. He was going on the pilgrimage. Everyone was sleeping in, in the Dharmshala. They had all the, you know, everyone lies on the mat and it's very simple. <coughs> Taking prasana, 
and they're not forced to come to a temple, but they, 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 they like it. And some devotees are there to make friends with them, to preach to them. Then they have a Krishna house if they want to start following the rules. Of course, they don't, we don't allow drinking and drugs in the yoga village. And uh, so, so the people know that nowadays, especially young people, they know we should become more sattvic now. This is a, the effect of the Hare Krishna preaching. Is that people that know this, you know, no meat eating, no toxication, that's actually good. So they do come and then we cultivate them. So, how to do that in Melbourne, we have to think. Because you, you could just imagine if some hippie comes in here and say, Oh, there's a bunch of Indians. And they're bowing down and doing all this thing, you know. They don't feel at home here. And they just feel awkward. So we have to, I believe you're trying to start something like that, right? There's some, like I heard on Sunday, many people come, right? Many outsiders come on Sunday. Locals, the locals, the local yokels. When we have space, we have a meeting, what we call urban yoga. Yeah, urban yoga. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Because there's so many communities here in Melbourne. We've seen them, we have to make them all Krishna conscious. It's a, it's an international society. So they all have the same problem. We all have birth, old age, disease and death, miserable conditions. But a chanting is a medicine. Cleans our heart from all the dust accumulated for years together. So, this is a bit, and then one sentence of Prabhupada says, at the last stage, the limbs of the body are not too much affected as a life air. Hmm. So, uh, okay, so any questions, please? We don't have much time. 8.24. We can go also ask questions about the song, uh, Bhaktivinoda's song, and this uh, part of the Bhagavatam. It's funny, actually, this song doesn't mention hearing the Bhagavatam. Does it? Does it, does it mention? Shuddha Bhagavatam Chanana Rinu Ajananu Kuru Can anyone think of that song? Does it mention the Bhagavatam? Or does it? What do you think? Give me the song. Glorifying hearing, isn't it? Huh? Glorifying hearing. When I hear the... What line of the song is that? When I hear about the... Performing devotional practices. Devotional practices. Yeah, when performing devotional practices in my home. <coughs> and that could be that. that hearing Bhagavatam. Krishna. So any questions, please? Yeah. Maharaj, would you like to tell us how you met the Prabhupada? And where you went from it? Yes, I'd like to say. Uh, it was... Um, it was... Um, interesting because... Um, 
I had a friend, he taught me to chant Hare Krishna, that's a long story. So after chanting Hare Krishna, I had heard about Bhagavad Gita. So I went up to London and I, I tried to get a copy of Bhagavad Gita from the temple. I didn't want to be preached to, but I asked the doctor on the door, I said, do you have a copy of Bhagavad Gita? He said, we run out. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a blue, it, it was a blue abridged edition of Bhagavad Gita with Narayan on the front. So they said, but maybe Ramshaw, he has his own copy and he'll sell it to you. <laughs> so I, and this is on the top stories. So I went all the way up the stairs and I met Ramshaw. I said, I wonder, can I buy your Bhagavad Gita? <laughs> so he looked at me and he thought, he must have thought I was a sincere person. He said, all right, I'll sell it to you. Maybe he knew that the other, they were coming soon. The Bhagavad Gita was on the way from the BBT in America. So he sold it for 10 bob. I had 10 bob. It was 10 shillings. That means like 50, 50p now you know, in England. It's like 75 cents, I suppose, Australian. Well, what one Australian dollar? So then I went back to the to where I was happened to be staying, and I read Bhagavad Gita. I read the introduction, and there I met Sri Prabhupada. Sri Prabhupada King. I thought here is the first person that I'm reading, the first book I've ever read in my whole life, which I can trust the person who is speaking. I don't know how it happened, but automatically felt, here is my spiritual master. And then I read some slokas, like Aham Savasya Prabhupada, Mazak Savam Prabhupada which says, I am the source of the material and spiritual worlds. Then I understood, here is the father of Lord Jesus. Prabhupada mm -hmm. is teaching us, who is the father of Lord Jesus? Krishna. And I could, I could understand Bhagavad Gita very easily by reading the introduction to Bhagavad Gita. And it was, I accepted Prabhupada in my heart. So that's why I always like to answer this question by saying that. Anyone who reads Prabhupada's books and, and you know, is touched by Prabhupada's books, is meeting Prabhupada. And he's Vani at home. Prabhupada says Vani is more important than Vapu. Vapu is temporary body of Guru. It goes into the Samadhi. So what can you do? You can do your job around the Samadhi. You can't talk to Prabhupada. Not easily. You may be able to entrance, special trance. Prabhupada can speak if he wants to. He can speak. He's not just a bunch of plastic. He's not. Else why are we dressing him? He's just pressing. Why are we offering things to him? But still, even more accessible is his Vani form, his instructions, his words. And it's personal because a book is personal, you know. Everybody reads the words in a different way. Isn't it? 
The words are not the same for everyone. Because everyone has different background, different life, a different culture. How is it that people in Africa or in China or anywhere, they're reading Prabhupada in his books? And they're surrendering this like to John Christmas. Because he can, the, the pure devotee like Narayan can enter the hearts of all. This is his potency. Enter the hearts of all and we can meet Prabhupada in his instructions. So it's not that it, only I met Prabhupada. That's what I don't like. No? Oh, you're a Prabhupada disciple. You're not Prabhupada disciple. Everyone's Prabhupada disciple who takes Prabhupada seriously and follows his instructions and listens to him. But not by diction. You can't be diction disciple Prabhupada. That's, you know, have disciples. And Prabhupada said in easy journey to other planets that after we become, you know, uh, practice in devotional service, we can become gurus ourselves like a monitor in a class. So this is Prabhupada's class. That's why we're reading Prabhupada's books. Why we find Prabhupada's research. So I'm like a monitor in Prabhupada's class, taking disciples, uh, uh, because this is the link with the Sampradaya. But as far as teaching is concerned, I give, try and give instructions to Prabhupada. So in that form, the spiritual master is always with us. Prabhupada is always with us. And as Guru Maharaj is always, always with us. That's how I met Sri Prabhupada. Honestly, this is what I felt. I'm not just saying this. Actually, when I saw Prabhupada physically, it was like, I couldn't say it was a letdown, but <laughs> it was in a very place in London, 1971, and uh, he was just visiting the temple in August. And uh, they went to the airport to meet Prabhupada. And so we, they told, Shamashunda said, all you new devotees should wait inside. I don't know why he said that. And we were, we were all inside the corridor and there was a front door. And we heard the car arrive. And everyone was screaming, Baba, Baba, this night, this night. Completely frantic, right? Like Baba has just arrived on the pavement outside. And so I was waiting. Because I read Prabhupada's books, so, you know, Chani Hare Krishna, I was thinking, what's he going to be like? <laughs> what's he going to be like? Because, you know, naturally you doubt that the intelligence is still there. Is he going to be some trickster? You know, like some Sai Baba hair camera. <laughs> 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 I'm great, you know, I'm great. So I I'm waiting to see if he passed my test. I wanted to see if he was a genuine. In his books, I gave my heart to Prabhupada. I'm going to see now he's rapper. He's going to come in the door. And there he was, such a small person. Mm -hmm. Such a small person. 
You think of his books as like powerful. A small one, maybe five or two, and five or six, five or six or seven. Maybe it's five or two. And, and I always get this feeling, when he came in the door, he was just like uh, a man coming back from work. And I used to watch my father come in the front door from the side window. And he used to come out the front door with the park of car, come out the front door, put the key in the door, and, and just like habitual. It's like, of course, Prabhupada was happy to be coming there, but he'd been going to so many temples. So this was another of his temples, right? So he's just very composed, and at home, normal. I thought, wow, this is so normal. <laughs> Everyone else is just screaming and jumping. Prabhupada's just normal, you know? Very modest and composed. Nothing special, actually. So then he went into the temple room. And then he must have gone to the deities and made his vision. There were so many devotees I knew. I couldn't see what happened. Then he sat on the Vyasasana. Then I was thinking, now what's he going to say? <laughs> Is he going to say something like, far out, outlandish, amazing, you know? He's got like a new discovery, that is. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brahma gave the talk. It's just everything I read in the books. It's everything in the books. In the, books. the same philosophy, same teachings. And then I knew that he passed my test. Mm. So I was testing him. We still test the spiritual master. What is the spiritual master going to say? You're going to say something crazy or something new or... No, the spiritual master is repeating the message of the Prabhupada. So that's how... So really when I met Shofar physically, it confirmed what I read in the books. That's what I... That was my experience. Thank you very much. Any more questions, please? Is that a question then? No. Yes. Yeah. <coughs> what time is Prasad? Nine o'clock? Fasting. 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 Good fast. You really? No. Yes. Yeah, really. Oh. What do you guys? Oh. Okay. Right. So we should talk about Friday. I was told we don't talk about Friday today, because tomorrow is Friday. What are you saying? Have you talked about Friday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow will be fast. We're fasting today. You mean fasting till midday? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Question, please. Um, just in regards to singing, um, um it, it, it always seems obvious certain things like um, like not eating meat, we shouldn't do, and then there seems to be a lot of other sort of forms of sin, like maybe lying or um, that may sort of seem. Like it's it's not as bad maybe, but then I was curious like how karma wise, karmic wise, or as levels of sin are they all just as bad 
like um, other forms of sin besides, you know, maybe promiscuous sex or drinking alcohol or eating meat, which are obviously not good. Uh, obviously, I mean, then there's so many other forms of sin, like for example, lying, um, that don't um, seem as bad, but are they just as bad? Or, you know, what are the levels of um, of sin and, and the reactions that we're we going to get mm. from all our forms of sin? Yeah. yeah. They can they become angrier people. Yes, as a yeah. Punching someone in the face. Tripping someone up. Careless driving. But Prabhupada basically, <clears throat> he would say that if we follow these four, four rules and regulations, then we'll improve, come into the mode of goodness, so that uh, we'll be averse to doing anything uh, which is against the devotions. Because like, Actually, there's different versions, but said that intoxication destroys mercy. So, so that's a quality. This is sex uh, destroys cleanliness, and immediately uh, destroys austerity. This is a very proud thing to do. So the, the, the four pillars of religion are there, in, in, uh, but they are destroyed by these activities. Meeting, as you say, gambling. Gambling destroys truthfulness. So this wallet covers everything. If you, if you look at it that way, you see that in lying is also included. Why should you lie? Because you're selfish, you're greedy, you're lusty, you want to exploit somebody. So these four pillars of irreligion, they're very scientific actually. It's very scientific. Truthfulness, tenderness, mercy, and austerity. These are the four pillars of religious life, principles of religion. It's described in the Bhagavad So some are worse than others, obviously. Like, um, and we should also be very accommodating. Papa talks about, about you know, have people who have, have bad habits. And it's difficult to give up bad habits. So, 
You know, somebody's addicted to tea or cigarettes. <laughs> Baba gives the example, you know, that somebody may be a devotee, you know, but he used to smoke a lot of cigarettes. And he meets his old friend. His old friend brings that one fat, one cigarette, and takes it before he knows where he is, smoking a cigarette. So, he, he's a devotee. Apichet Siddhara Acharya Bhajate Mahamananyapa Sadareva Samantabhya Samyak Vyabhisitavita Despite the most abominable action, one is to be considered saintly if he's, in, if he's in, if fully engaged in devotional service. Even if by chance he makes a mistake to be considered devoting him. So, devotional service is so powerful that unintentional mistakes or something caused by habit can be forgiven. Krishna forgives. Devotees forgive. We're very forgiving, we're accommodating. Somebody's trying hard to be a devotee. And he's given the benefit of the doubt. But of course, we. Prophet warns us, he says, you can't take advantage of this uh, and then go on doing simple activities. But I, I, I met one devotee, there's one devotee, I don't know if he's here, but he has a gemstone shop. He has a gemstone shop. And, uh, he sells the gemstones. There's certain gemstones you sell, and you say, "Well, this this gemstone it counteracts the effects of the radiation in a mobile phone." <laughs> so I recommend you should, and it's very popular this gemstone. So I said, "Is this true?" Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He says, I'm a businessman. I have to say something. Why are you all clapping? Why are you all clapping? That's not a businessman, that's a comment. Yeah. So he says, you have to sell something when you're doing business. You have to say to the, you have to say to the customer, but you are making no profit. <laughs> I'm giving. If I give you the some kind of fault. The Brahmana, he has to do some karma kind of stuff. And he has to, you know, sometimes he has to even kill an animal. Ooh. A Brahmin. He has to do some nonsense. Because it's his occupation, the Brahmin. In Nepal. But even even in Islam there, there's some Brahmanas that do karma kind of of karma kinda stuff. It's like, you know, people come and want to do this, you know, blessings for this and that. And I open my shop and go and do a karma kinda sacrifice in his shop. So it's not actually, it's to maintain his family and he has to do something on the side as a Brahmin. Then the Kshatriya, well, he has to do some diplomacy. 
He has to tell lies sometimes. <laughs> the sake of the country, you know. You can't always tell the truth. It's security, you know. Security of the country. It's at stake. It's just like this thing with Trump, you know. <clears throat> he, he's saying, you know, he, he can't. He, he blocks the <laughs> witnesses. The president is blocking the witnesses. They were trying to impeach him. He says, you can't bring those witnesses. There's a high principle to protect the country. We don't know. You know, this is, this is such a business. Tell a lie, they could be diplom diplomatic. And then the businessman has to tell a lie, it's the same business. He even has to hide his profits, do something on the black market, because it's illegal. So, and then the shooter, what does the shooter have to do? What does the shooter have to do? Which is bad. So the yeah, but to serve a bad master. Just like soldiers, they're just, a, they're just minions, they just do what they're told. <coughs> they have to do what they're told, so they're, they're shooters, they're not real soldiers. They're just army men. The proper tells a story how in, in Europe, the Germans were coming down towards Belgium, the German army, and the Allied army was having to defend Belgium and France from the Germans coming down, Second World War. And there were many, many women and children, many, many women and children. They, they were homeless, they just hundreds of them. And, uh, and they, they asked the general, the British general, I think, what to do, what shall we do? The Russians, are, Germans are coming. So we have to kill them all. They were all killed by their own people. Took them and put them in one place and just shot them all. So this is why. You have to do, sometimes you have to do bad things. If the soldiers refused to do it, they would also be considered traitors. They'd also be shot. So sugar, you have to sometimes serve a bad master. But sometimes it's good servants. Shall I tell you a funny story? It's not suitable for a Kardashian. You still want to hear it? Yeah, it's mine, you can have this. This is a very nice story about Prabhupada. So Prabhupada was born in, in Bengal. In Bengal, what do they eat most of all? Rice. Rice. So, so when Prabhupada was, his family was in Calcutta, and he had a factory or shop in Allahabad, Johnson's Pharmacy. He, he had a pharmaceutical business. He also had a factory, he was manufacturing uh, medicines. So when he was staying away from home, he had a servant who was cooking for him. But in UP, which is Allahabad, Uttar Pradesh, what do they like? 
Do I like rice? Roti. They like roti. So Prabhupada was Bengali. So every time he had his lunch, the servant used to say, he was a very nice cook, you know, buy stuff and uh, roti bautache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My chapatis are very good. And Prabhupada said, no, no, in Bengali, I don't taste chapatis, I don't taste chapatis. I don't take your parties. No, no. I'm from Bengal. We take rice. Rice, brown, sunky, you know, all that. Every day the servant would say, Baisa, me, me, roti bautache. Probably this way it was going on for weeks, for months. And then one day, every day I'm saying no, no, just call my servant. He's a good servant. Okay, let me try one of your rotis today. So I gave him a hot roti and I'm blowing up like a football. Wow, very nice. And from then on, he took Chupadis. So you're Prabhupada King. So he was a very good servant. So I don't know what this has got to do with the point. You just see how a good servant can influence the master for a good thing. So you may be shudra. All of us are shudras, right? Most people are working in the office, we're working for the government, we're getting paid money. I mean, it's a shudra. Hello, shudra, samabha. If you have a job, it means you're a shudra. Except if you have a shop, maybe you've got a license. If you're working in an office or you're, you know, digging a hole, <laughs> you're getting paid by a master. That's called shudra. And then you may have a bad master. Maybe meat eater, maybe drunkard. But you have to do his garden, make his garden nice, or you know, clean the floor, and clean the toilets. Because you're after the money, working for money. You don't care for your master. But devotional service means it's not devotional service. You love the money, not the master. So, but when we come to devotional service, it's different because we love. Uh, real love is not that we're after the money. We don't want it to come to Hare Krishna because we're getting a stipend. <laughs> because actually this is a condition. It's a condition. It, has ha- it does happen. Prabhupada gave, gave permission for people who have families and very poor. They were given an allowance. To maintain and have something to eat. So the Iskandar Prophet gave permission for that, for monetary exchange. But a brahmachari doesn't usually have anything. Why should a brahmachari take anything? Or a sannyasi take anything? Any salary or payment? But maybe he has to need something to maintain the family and so on. We 
should live very simply, or else we become, you know, we become shudras, not brahmanas. Brahman doesn't want to take anything, he wants to serve Krishna, he wants to serve everything out of love, and out of payment. Even Prahlad Maharaj and the Srinidhi offered Prahlad anything, you can't give you anything. But Prahlad uh, said, no, no I'm, not, I'm not in this for anything in exchange. I just want to serve you. Okay, any more questions please? Yeah, my you put about truthfulness, compassion, mercy, austerity, but yeah. about humility. humility. Sorry? Humility, humble. Humility. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> says that humility is most important. So now there is a lot of this for regular principles, then you're not humble. It won't make you humble if you're compassionate and you're truthful, you're clean, and you're austere. Why Why you shouldn't be humble? Because of the false information. I am good. I am the enjoyer. <laughs> well, you were also chanting Hare Krishna. We 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 chanting Hare Krishna. We're not just uh, following the four regs. We're not just following the four regs. In the beginning, we chanted Hare Krishna. Prabhupada introduced the four regs. So the chanting. It cleanses the heart uh, of our false ego slowly, gradually, and then as we're following the four regular principles, then it makes it more effective. Just like if you have uh, if you have a fire and you're pouring water, you're trying to light a fire pouring water, the fire will never burn. So that these four rules to dry the wood so that you can light the fire of devotion service. So the, the more we, our heart becomes purified, the more, the more we realize Krishna is God and we are his servants. So we, we, we become humble. Strong. Just to, just to follow Prabhupada's order, we must become humble. Why should we follow Prabhupada? Why, why should we chant Hare Krishna? If we're not humble. I actually, my friend, he told me to chant Hare Krishna. I didn't want to chant Hare Krishna. I honestly didn't want to. I thought, no, this, you know, I don't become a zombie. He's dancing in the street, you know, the shaved head, and all that. I never want to become one of them. 
But because he was my friend, because he was my friend, and he told me, he actually said something which impressed me. He said, you're not this body. He told me, you're not this body. And I thought, wow, that's profound, that's amazing. I never heard that before. And it, it, it sunk into my mind. So I thought, oh, my friend, he told me something really nice. And now he wants me to channel Hare Krishna. Okay, I, I've done so many crazy things in my life. <laughs> I won't like to mention that in the holy place. <laughs> but my friend is wanting me to chant Hare Krishna. Okay. So he said, Hare Krishna. I said, Hare Krishna. <laughs> Reluctantly. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. And then this way he ran through the mantra with me. So how could we come home? Submissive. To chant Hare Krishna. How could we Just like on the street. And when we go and do Hare Nam on the street, we get people to clap. When we get the people to clap, they're submitting. They're hearing the beat, they're hearing the rhythm. They're submitting, they're moving their hands. And then we, uh, we have a mantra card showing Hare Krishna. And so many of them, they just laughed. Yeah, they go like this. <laughs> and then they said, no, no, it's okay. Hare Krishna. I think, Hare Krishna. And they can't say properly at first. But then gradually they do. <laughs> and and they, they give up their ego out of friendliness. Because we're very friendly to them. Not by force. We don't want to force them. But, you know, it's like a party, you know. Sangatown party. They had a party, you let your hair down. Okay, I say Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. And they said, so that they, said they become humble, humble like that. You have to become humble to somebody. It's a principle of accepting the spiritual master. Is that we have to humble to somebody, devotee, any devotee, humble to them, listen to them, serve them. That's what Hare Krishna is like, all about. Becoming humble, following the order of somebody, doing some service. Nine o'clock. Got the three more hours to go. Prasadam. <laughs> <laughs>